What, man? What what this time? What could possibly be well, no, the thing with the count? Well, you know, it, uh, there's no problem on my end. I just know you're about <laughs> to say something. Like, I could hear it in your... <laughs> Nothing at all. I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a few things or whatever, but that is a good uh, engineer. Kev, <laughs> for those who do not know, Kev was the engineer for the Price I Paid record. He, he recorded most of the songs. So in my vocal pattern, he can actually hear when I'm going to say something... Um, I don't know that he would deem ridiculous. Actually, I can't. But um, I'm going to start a <laughs> poker game. I'm going to start a poker game with you. <laughs> once, once this whole COVID thing is done, <laughs> I'm going to lose immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my hoodie is like half this way and half that. Let's fix this. Okay, now it's on the other side. Whatever. All right, here we go. Yo, Kev, Yo. let's get into this opening question, because I've been excited to ask this for the whole week. Oh, okay. What were you on when you made the quarantine cookout mixtape? Uh, what were you on, yo? Nothing. But let, me, let me preface this. This man absolutely snapped on this mixtape, or blend tape. I don't know what people call it these days, whatever. <laughs> this man absolutely entirely snapped and i had some of the joints before y'all had them because i get exclusive um you know exclusives oh for for kev joints but um completely snapped thank you buddy that joint was dope man i take it you enjoyed man man re uh, on repeat for real for real no not because you won't hear because we part of the same crew none of that that well, joint is on repeat. That. that was dope, man. Yeah, we'll make sure yeah. everyone out there has the has the link. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If, if I wanted to do something different. And I had a lot right. of time. But yeah, I realize it's been just about I think I did the first one March twenty something. Yeah. Like after we had sort of been you know, hemmed in for a little while. And I was like, I have to mm-hmm. figure out something to do. So yeah. Yo, man, it's definitely dope. I, I don't even want to try to describe it for people because I kind of want people to be pleasantly surprised cool. when they when they, they hear it. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, this this was creative. It was dope. It was on point. It was quality was on Smash. Like, yeah, you kind of killed it, man. You kind of killed you, it. man. Yeah. I, should, I need to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I'm ready for round for uh, for part two of that one. The uh, the other thing though is, did you watch the Grammys? I watched. We watched a little bit of it. Kristen's really into all the award shows, so I end up being okay. into it. And, you know, I generally I don't mind watching it, but I was doing something else, so I I just caught little bits and pieces. Okay. Yeah. Um. I you know as you know I don't watch them. Generally don't watch award shows. My mm-hmm. daughter though, my oldest daughter is into it this year. She was watching mm-hmm. it on her own. Um, and so I watched it with her. Yeah. I watched it with her. She's familiar with the artist. Um, she was happy when Beyonce won and happy with what I'm talking about you, but I'm talking positively. She's happy when, um, BTS performed. Um, so it was a different experience watching this with my, my child. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I want to be the grumpy old man, but I remember my dad used to do that to my music, so I tried not to be too much of that. <laughs> but, I like the um, way they set it up, though. They, you know, they did a good job. Better than the yeah. Golden Globes, it seemed like. I, well, I didn't yeah, watch the Golden I, Globes. I assumed so you didn't I, watch I that. That was, that, yeah. was a, that was bad. 
Was it really? Why? Was it not uh, socially distanced? What was... Well, the thing that was bad about it is that... I don't know if you watched... I want to say it was the BET, just the the big BET Awards. Not, I don't think it was like the BET Hip Hop Awards. It might have been the BET Hip Hop Awards. I ain't watching which I Which I generally don't watch anyway. But again, mm-hmm. whenever that was. But this is like, I want to say April, May of last year. Okay. So, you know, er, relatively early on in quarantine far enough in though that people realized okay this is how we're gonna we're gonna have to figure out a different way to do this and they killed it like it was such a well done award show and it kind of to me it kind of set the bar i was like oh well so by the time next year's award season comes around you know top of the year or whatever everyone's gonna have it dialed in the golden globes acted like nothing ever happened like (laughs) it's like we're gonna just have a zoom meeting and Wow. I tell you what, this program that you are watching right now, if you are lucky enough to be watching it on on BTSN Pass, looks about 20 times better than the Golden Wow. Yes. You could book it. That's crazy. (laughs) But the the should not be. I just was uh, was busy. My amateur uh, Adobe Premiere should not be better than the Golden Globes. Um, I will say this. Uh, there was a post discussion. Um, mm-hmm. My wife watched it in our room. We, my kids and I, watched it in the living room. Um, there was a post BTS discussion. <laughs> um, my wife described the performance initially as cringy, Ooh. but then she also said that it was okay. But then we also discussed a lot of the artists that came before their performance that were drawn from. Mm. Yeah. I'm not so sure. So the question I had was, they weren't dressed like Megan the stallion, were they? <laughs> was, did she, was she dressed? Is, is that considered dressed? I mean, I'm fine with it either way, but I'm just saying, I don't know if I would consider that dressed, but, um, <laughs> Nah, my question was, could can you bite in sync when, or her question was, or her opinion was, they can't bite in in sync because in sync bit <laughs> all of their their four creators. So I don't know. It was a, it was an interesting conversation. I guess uh, that's more of an offline discussion than it is an on show discussion. Yeah, but uh, Bruno and Anderson bit the whispers. So I guess <laughs> did they? <laughs> oh, oh, you have to go back and watch that. That was dope. Okay, I didn't oh, see that. that. Was, okay. Yeah, that was tight. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to say about the Grammys, but, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that on this show. We got other things to talk about. Shout to Freddie Gibbs. Shout to yeah. Alchemist. And, of course, yeah. Anderson Pack. You know. Yeah. Anderson Pack, Bruno Mars. Hit Boy. Uh, yeah, shout out to Hit Boy. Big yeah, shout Nas, out to Hit Boy. Nas won, right? Nas won his first Grammy. Yeah, yeah. Big. That's big. It's big. I'm, I'm, I'm. As I get older, I'm more appreciative of award of of winning an award in this fashion. I kind of know. I've always kind of. Well, I don't want to say always. Um, my brief stint in the industry has taught me what they mean, how how some are nominated, blah 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 blah. But it is quite an accomplishment to even be in that pool to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking about the pool of people who can actually who actually have a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm gonna hold my tongue on the uh, the rest of it. This I don't 
All right, stop, Drake. Stop. <laughs> stop talking. Uh, stop talking. Okay. So yeah, man. Um, we got a lot to discuss on the other side, of a fair amount at least. You ready to jump onto the other side? Let's Kevin? do it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. Let's get ready, man. Let's go. We're not doing the national anthem, are we? <laughs> Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. What up, y'all? You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy, Trek Life, and your fam, Kev Dakota. What up? Hey, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com. On uh, on on the internet, <laughs> or if you, or any of your favorite podcasting platforms, I, I don't know why I was going to say on your radio dial. Like I don't know what <laughs> I was about to do that. <laughs> it's so odd. Um, or you could go to, of course, if you want to see this um, on your television, you can go to BTSN Pass. That is behind the scenes network. What you do is you go to your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices, and you download the app or channel, however it's described in your app store. Go ahead and click on that. And boom, we are right there. Kev's Coda, Trek Life, mm. Rap Six Radio, BTSN, we want in. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Kev, yeah, I kind of threw this. I lobbed this one over. We we had it. We didn't really have a pre-show discussion. So no, not at all. This was just kind of thrown over the fence. Like, yo, catch, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, like a, just like a nice, softly lobbed hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And I want to state for the for the record that I've been avoiding this story all week. <laughs> it's fine. I been avoiding I, I, looking at the video. <laughs> What's awesome is I've this has been the gotta chill the whole week for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, like I so no pre-show discussion, and I've been like, oh yeah, we've already had this one figured out. Um, Matt Rowan has definitely gotta chill. Fam, you got to chill on so many levels, on multiple levels, actually. The topic title I have for this is, really? I mean, like, really? We, all right, fine. High school bas- basketball announcer blames his N-word comments on diabetes. Um, listen, Matt Rowan, I, I just like to say this. Uh, he is the player involved in this. When... Ever you tune into Rap Six Radio and the source is TMZ, you are definitely doing too much. <laughs> like, you, come on, man. You have me on TMZ, Matt. <laughs> come on, dude. L- let's not do this. Um, all right, Kev, check this out. Uh, for those of you guys who do not know what this story is about, a announcer for a high school basketball game uh, was pretty upset when one team knelt during the national anthem in spite of the fact that disrespectfully he also talked through the national anthem mm. hold up the story hold up the story whatever mm-hmm. um and he ultimately was disgusted by the whole thing and called them effing in words i don't know this is a family friendly show um starting off great starting off again yeah, trying i'm trying i'm trying kev i'm trying to work this through <laughs> so um anyway the man who made these comments matt rowan matt rowan um He's apologizing for his words, and he's uh, chalking the whole thing up to his diabetic episode, reports TMZ. 
He said, uh, TMZ said they spoke to the 44-year-old, same age as me, 44-year-old Matt Rowan, who admits it's his voice making the insanely offensive comment about the girls' basketball team while they were kneeling for the national anthem. He says, in quotes, I will state that I suffer type 1 diabetes, and during the game, my sugar was spiking. He says, while not excusing my remarks, it is not unusual when my sugar spikes that I become disoriented and often say things that are not appropriate as well as hurtful. Rowan adds, I do not believe that I would have made such horrible statements absent my sugar spiking. Um, he also continued to say, I'm absolutely speechless for my rhetoric. I want to offer my deepest apologies to these girls because I hurt them. The N-word should never be thought much less muttered. Rowan says he does not want to hide behind his diabetes, adding, I want to take ownership of my actions. Never my intention to hurt anyone. I'm sickened by what I said. I'm so sorry for what I've said. I've said the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association, which con contracts the announcers, announced Thursday, this past Thursday, um, that the broadcast crew, the entire crew, has been pulled for the remainder of the tournament while it investigates the incident. Here's the hand grenade, Kev. Go ahead. <laughs> right over to your side. You first. My man's got racist diabetes. <laughs> he should have bl he should have blamed it on Ted Cruz's daughters. <laughs> like a real man. Wait. Back up. <laughs> this dude just said that man has racist diabetes. <laughs> the accuracy. <laughs> What is? Oh my God! I think you had it. Can right you imagine? There. Really? His blood, his blood yeah. sugar level of uh, spiking, yeah. and the you know how the on the medicine when they advertise a uh, medication on television, they're mm. like the side effects. You know what I'm saying? Side effects may include yeah. racism, yeah, shouting the n word, talking over, through the national anthem. Move over, Wilfred Brimley. Diabetes <laughs> has a whole new spokesperson. <laughs> By the way, did you, did, since we were talking about the Grammys, did you see Harry Styles had a good night? I didn't. I didn't. He's the kid from One Direction. Kid. The young man. Sure. From, I from One Direction. No. His, he, he performed his song, Watermelon Sugar. I know that song hits totally different for this dude, Matt Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> He's on Rap Genius looking at the lyrics. Here's what I enjoy the most. I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't discussed. Haven't seen this discussed on Twitter or any of that. Twitter is a a cesspool of madness and um, unhappiness, as opposed but, to no, no real life. Facebook, where it's just a cesspool of unhappiness in general. <laughs> um, what is going to be funny is. Or are the people who are going to try to justify this using like rap music or other times oh. it's been said without any context or any thought of context or whatever. And I do understand that for a lot of people, context does not matter. The word is the word. And I, hey, I, hmm. I think that's your prerogative. But I, I also live in a world where context doesn't mean something in real life. You know what I'm saying? The word fool, for example, can either mean we about to fight 
or man, you tripping. Ha ha ha. It's one or the other, right? Context matters. I, I know we pretend like it. We can pick a word and say context does not matter in this word because we're goofy and we're stupid. But in real life, context matters. Like, let's keep it real. Right. Yeah, man. So, <laughs> right. Like I could also, say. Also, the, the uh, needle you have to thread for the context to be right. <laughs> during the national anthem. <laughs> as a white guy. Right. That's a. Yeah, that's a, a that's 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 a quite a needle to thread there, buddy. I wonder what the black redneck has to say about this. <laughs> I wonder if he's chimed in on this. Because his general opinion would be like, "Why are you tripping on him when Eminem yeah. said the N word in a freestyle Ooh. on a mixtape fifty years ago?" <laughs> he did. So first, you cancel Dr. Seuss, right? And now you and now you're telling me I can't say the say the N word twice during the national anthem. <laughs> That's why they call it color commentary, you snowflakes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, there's good. There's good man. news though, Trek. Okay. Rowan is now head of security at Madison Square Garden. So he's. <laughs> Patrick, you and you are not getting in. Although. I will say that for a lifetime, I thought Patrick Ewing and Keith Sweat looks alike. So that means Keith Sweat is also not getting into Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Keith Sweat is seven feet tall. I mean, I just thought that they look similar. <laughs> I thought for sure. Oh, man. It's, a hor- it's, it's horrible. When I put pictures side by side, I'm like, how did you ever think that? But <laughs> and as soon as I heard that story, I knew the next thing I saw was going to be Charles Oakley. <laughs> See? See? <laughs> trying, right? <laughs> that's the thing about it <laughs> that's the funny okay look I, alright East Coast fans I love y'all please bear with me I, let me make my whole statement before you cut this off <laughs> that's the thing about athletes that are known for being enforcers or you know have this um, kind of rough and tumble image like when they're actually in the right <laughs> we always fall back on the clothesline that they did in like 1988. Like, yo, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, dog. You clothesline that dude. You can't be right. But in reality, it's unfair. It's incredibly unfair. But, you know, I'm saying Charles Oakley. <laughs> Charles Oakley has to work to get the opinion of the people back on his side. After several clotheslines and, and fights on the floor. I, I know a lot of you feel like that's real basketball, and I feel like none of y'all could play basketball, and that's why you played that way. <laughs> just, just being honest. Sorry. Y'all was trash. That's how it works. Y'all was garbage. Oh, uh, get man. a jump shot. So, um, yeah, okay. So we've got that that side of things, that you know that there are people that are defending this. Um, but w- what about the individual himself, Kev? Like, what, um, obviously he should lose his his job there i mean we don't if anything i just because i don't want your sugar to spike and you to say something what's the next thing that you're gonna say like when your sugar spikes but uh the thing about it was at the end of the video after he said it his it seemed like the other commentator kind of covered up the mic that's what i was wondering because all of a sudden the anthem everything the sound stops it got muffled yeah yeah right Right, right. <laughs> who leaked it? That's the other thing. I don't know who leaked it. Who leaked it? I think the. I'm curious to how this whole story unfolded. Oh, it went out on a live stream. That was the thing. Oh, it was live. It was like a live stream, and this dumb dumb had his. 
<laughs> and you know that his the other guy was probably like, yo, what are you doing? Like, because you can't even. What, what are you even gonna say? Was he like tapping him? He was trying to agree with him, <laughs> but walk him yeah. back. Like it was, it was weird. He was like, mm. oh yeah, man, they're, they're kind of tripping. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and the know. rockets red glare. Yeah, he's just like, <laughs> please, we're gonna get fired. Just, can you just stop? Can you, just, you you do this all the time. <laughs> he's like, they don't even pay us for this, <laughs> dude. My daughter's out there. Come on, my daughter's on the floor right now. Can you stop? She's kneeling with them. Can you please stop? <sighs> oh man, poor other guy. Can I just yeah. say that? I know a lot of you guys are not, are gonna disagree with me, and I, I it's it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but. Damn, y'all. <laughs> that dude. The other guy. That dude is, the other guy's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I hope they, I hope we got a call from Papa John. He's like, I've been working. I've been working for two years to remove the N-word from my vocabulary. Yo, I got, he's going to get po- his own segment. I got segment. some pointers for you. He's getting his own segment on a future episode of Rats <laughs> Radio because we need to discuss him as well. <laughs> But yeah, this this was a lot, yo. This was quite a bit, to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, all of it could, uh, all you can really do is joke about it. But it's like, gosh, man. Um, <sighs> good job. There's so much to say about patriotism in this, by the way. Like. Was it worth it? <laughs> I'm just saying, who who's gonna come to your rescue at this point? Is like Ben Shapiro coming? Probably. Like, he's probably got a three big three picture deal lined up for the guy. Yeah, he, do, he probably does. <laughs> ben Shapiro is on his way now. Like you can announce anything that I create. <laughs> like <laughs> this dude is dead. But I wouldn't be shocked. Would you be shocked? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if Ben Shapiro picked up this dude and then added the six missing Dr. Seuss books and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, made a hyper-aggressive driving <laughs> a Ford, you know, like a rock <laughs> potato head. And, he's you know what make, I'm saying? He's going to make Space Force Jam with Pepe Le Pew and <laughs> right. Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> He's right. Just, <laughs> just the he's deep already bench. asked for the rights to all the Pepe <laughs> Le Pew cartoons. <laughs> so, you know, Ben Shapiro's in all the way in, like the CG it. department is deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, people are dumb. <sighs> Whatever. I don't even know. There's nothing. Go hang. No. I was gonna say he can go hang out with Stacy Stacy Dash, but she might not even want to hang out with him. No, oh, Stacy wants Stacy. You think we want in with BTSN? Stacy wants in, <laughs> but nope. Hey, Stacy, no, 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 no. Right here on this show. Matter of fact, can we pause for just a second, Kev? Yep. An open message to Stacy Dash. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. Nope. Mm-mm. Go ask Papa John. You <laughs> right. Need to dedicate yourself for at least two years yeah. to being good little soldier. I will certainly, um, as I always do, 
I would certainly and always respect your um, connection to the culture. However, nah, it's okay. It's all right. Go ahead and go back home. No, no, it's okay. I've been in that position before. Can we talk? No, no, no that's all right. Can I talk to you for a second? No, no, no. Let's no, just no. go home. Here's a drink. I bought you a drink. Your mm. friends are over there. Go, go talk to them. <laughs> oh boy all right uh next topic title kev uh written by me stay classy texas that's stay right classy you guys just stay classy uh i would like to preface that this was a minor incident with regards to the customer base per the owner of this restaurant right which i i believe is in the article however it was an incident nonetheless uh mexican restaurant faces ice threats for uh, keeping a mask mandate in Texas. So um, this is uh, sourced by patch.com, although there were other articles out there. I just chose this one off the top. Uh, the players involved in this are just clowns, you know, mm -hmm. general clowns, um, big, big nose ones. Um, I don't know. Confederate flag flying ones. Just clowns. Uh, here we go. Owners of a Mexican restaurant in Houston have said some customers, small percentage of customers, have threatened to call the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency because of its decision to continue to require masks even as Texas Governor Greg Abbott lifted the statewide mandate. Um, quote from a customer, y'all deserve ice, said a post on uh, social media directed at Arnaldo Richards. Uh, Pico's Re Arnando Richards Pico's restaurant um, the social media post has been deleted since but the restaurant owner said ice threats have come from other restaurant customers in person too this gentleman just said that I should not be uh, against the governor of Texas and we should respect his mandate on lifting the ban if not he would send immigration to come check our green cards says uh, this is what Arnaldo Richards had to endure. Um, he's owned the restaurant since 1984. Quite the immigrant. <laughs> Quite the illegal. Good job, guys. Oh, you guys are so stupid. Um, and Arnaldo said, and I thought that was highly racist. Stating the obvious. Thank you, Arnaldo. Um, he said, I thought it was inappropriate. And had it not been a Mexican restaurant, he might not have said anything or referred to checking our green cards. Um, his family did immigrate to the, uh, and became, he immigrated from Mexico, became a U.S. citizen in the 1980s. All his children were born in the United States. For all you Texans out there that want to send ice over, go ahead and send them over, waste their time and effort for nothing. The restaurant owner said he decided to continue to require customers to wear masks amid the coronavirus pandemic because each person has a role to play in their personal safety and the safety of others. Wise decision. 99% of the customers, he said, are adamant about wearing masks and have backed the restaurant in the wake of the alleged racist comments. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Kev, on you. I mean, this is the issue Abbott lifting that mandate. Mm. You know, I there are there are 
a number of different factors at play, not the least of which is the fact that he plunged his entire state or played a role in plunging the entire state into mass chaos not two, three weeks ago, right? No electricity, no drinkable water in large portions of the state. Probably not just his fault, but Definitely the fault of people fault. who are thinking along the same lines about the pandemic and, and quarantine. And everyone wants to go back to restaurants. Everyone wants to go outside. Nobody loves wearing the mask. Nobody's going to be hella hyped to keep wearing their mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it did seem like the timing of him lifting the the mask mandate and, and telling businesses they could reopen at full capacity came very suddenly <laughs> after he completely screwed up that whole other situation. Um, so that's one thing. Sure. His statement seems to have been fairly true, which was, I believe in, I have faith in Texans to be smart enough to make the right choices. It sure. does seem, as is the case with most places in this country and around the world, that most human beings are kind of afraid of dying. So they're going to wear a mask, mm-hmm. especially if, if they go into a, a closed environment, especially a place that somebody else owns and that the proprietor is saying, you got to wear a mask. Yeah. So, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but there's always going to be those idiots um, what, for why do you go into a Mexican restaurant with racist Mexican thoughts in your head? <laughs> this is the one thing I've never what is understood. Wrong with you? Why do, you want you want good old fashioned American racist Mexican food, and you're so angry when you have to wear a mask to get it that you're going to say some good old fashioned American racist stuff about Mexican people. That's what that's I've never pretty, really gotten. Wild. I've seen people, and I haven't seen them personally, but I've seen stories of people having um, racist tirades in the middle of, of you know, different cultural restaurants. And I'm like, do you realize where you are and what you were ordering? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, can I, you know, can I get the veggie Prada? No. Racist comments about Indians. Wait, what? You're what? What are you doing? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, I I just don't I don't understand. I don't I don't know. I don't know how to make sense heads or tails of this. Um, I will say that as far as masks go, I I actually kind of feel like because the flu is not a thing, I actually might be wearing masks next year when if this is all cleared up. I can see myself being like, mm, flu season, this worked. I know that it works. I might have to actually keep my mask going. Hey, um I I actually am kind of fine with it. I I initially I don't I wasn't against it. It just was uncomfortable. But now I'm like, mm, whatever. I could actually do this in general in certain environments. You know what I'm saying? Um but I do understand that people are 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 kind of just want to go back to normal really quickly. The problem is like it, it's not normal, and that's that's what I think is lost in this pandemic conversation. Like a pandemic is not a normal circumstance. It's not a right. It's not. This isn't. This isn't like oh man. Every five years, you guys do this to us. You know what I'm saying? This is right, like right, 
So the response to it and the 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 reaction to it and the life that is lived around it is going to be abnormal. It, it might be time to just accept the abnormality for a little while. And you fought against it for a year while it was in its deepest, darkest time. Um, hopefully we look like we're getting seeing a light at the end of the tunnel of this. And now you just kind of want to rush out without without ever really accepting the fact that we're in abnormal circumstance and we better make sure that we're in the clear of it. But it sounds like too much like logic to me, but I don't know. Yeah. But I think that, you know, like I said, I think that's the way most people are are sort of thinking through it on very sure. varying levels. You know, do I, do I need two masks? I don't know. I wear two masks, but I, yeah. I'm lucky enough to only have to go out and be in those kind of situations a very short amount of time. Cause I've definitely gone out and thought, man, if I had to wear this thing all day long, which many, many people mm-hmm. have to for their job mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or just for whatever it is that they do out in the world, it would it would obviously be, I would feel a lot differently about it. I wouldn't take it off though. Right. It would just suck a lot worse. My life it would, would be a lot more unenjoyable in that respect. Um, but yeah, this is... And now we're getting to the point where we're saying... Not that I'm happy to say that the last dude wasted a lot of time. Sure. That might have been used to get us to the point we are at maybe faster, but I don't know that for sure. Sure. But he didn't help. So don't get mad at the guy who runs the Mexican restaurant that you didn't have to go to. Because your guy... (laughs) Went and dragged his shriveled ass on the ground while, you know, <laughs> he could have been doing something to get things accomplished uh, on this front, uh, even though he didn't get anything accomplished on other fronts. So don't do that. And then, and why does it always have to be Florida and Texas? I mean, those are big, big states. There's a lot of people there who want to get this over with just as much as the rest of us. But I saw this other uh, other article that I don't I, I don't yeah, even know if yeah. you got to look at. No, I did. I was going to add it, but I figured we'd talk about it anyway. Yeah, yeah. this woman. Um, you cool if I jump to this? Sure. No, good. Let's see. What's her name? Terry Wright, sixty-five-year-old white woman in Galveston, uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. Was confronted Thursday at a Bank of America. I'm reading uh, more or less from the Washington Post. Um, She was not wearing a mask in the Bank of America. The rules of that Bank of America branch are that you have to wear a mask when you go to the bank. Mm -hmm. Everyone there who was working or a customer was wearing a mask at the time. She's not. So somebody called the cops. Cop shows up, has his body cam on, and tells her that she either needs to wear a mask or she needs to leave. Um. Or she's going to face criminal consequences. She she, you know, gets very indignant very quickly. Says, "What are you going to do? Arrest me?" And he said, "Yeah." You know, he said, <laughs> and then she starts looking around, saying, "Does anyone have a camera?" He informs her that in fact he has a camera, which we were watching the video for. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and then she goes on about how the law says that I do not have to wear a mask. This is what this woman was insisting. The law says that I do not have to wear a mask. And that is where we need to think about how stupid people can be. Because the actual law or the actual mandate or uh, rescinding of the mandate was that you don't have to wear a mask in in public places. 
in places where you would otherwise have control over your situation. But in in a public private establishment, as far as I know, they said you got to follow whatever rules the the you know the folks in charge have set up. Um, so anyway, she she keeps on about it. Um, multiple customers are telling her she's wrong. She ends up getting handcuffed and arrested, knocked down to the floor like an idiot. And is claiming police brutality and claiming that this dude broke her foot, which is, uh, which is dumb. Stupid. It's dumb. Um, I don't know how to make this clear for people. I know most people listening to this show are probably in agreement with us or else they wouldn't be listening. That's just how this works. But you're allowed to have a dog in a restaurant legally. You can. But if the restaurant says you cannot, then you cannot. The legality is up to the establishment, mm. right? You're allowed to not wear shoes and a shirt inside of a restaurant legally. However, if the shirt says, if the, if the shirt says, if the restaurant says no shoes, no shirt, no service, then you have to wear shoes and a shirt. It's, it's not that difficult. It's not like this is something that is like completely new in society and legality where it's like, wait, where is this law written that I've never seen it? No, this this has actually happened before in your lifetime. Um, the establishment sets the precedent for their own establishment. If Walmart continues to say you have to wear masks in their establishment, then guess what you have to do for the safeties of their for the safety of their workers, et cetera, right? It's the rule of the establishment. Now, there are extreme cases on, on opposing ends, right? Like smoking indoors. The law says that you cannot smoke indoors, indoor in, in a public environment, period. Not up to the restaurant, not up to the, the establishment, but in, in California at least. But there are other laws that function in the same way that it, as they do in Texas, which says, if we say, if the establishment says no, then it's no, right? So- that's one of the things that kind of bothers me. But I, you mentioned Texas and Florida, but in it's the not just uh, Texas and Florida, but yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say in in the spirit of fairness, Cali has been tripping quite a bit. I was going to say we got a last lot couple of years. Like, is we've been we have definitely been on one the whole time. And, and as recently, uh, you you posted up an article about a woman who uh, had a tirade against an Uber, a Lyft driver. Oh. Um, and. Oh, and don't don't look like Trek or like me or like someone in the middle and, <laughs> and act like a dodo head because we will roast you way oh, worse you're gonna take than the rest. Super L's. Cause no, listen, I'm gonna hit you with my grand with my granny. What's up? Rest <laughs> in peace, granny. You ain't got no business because you know better. You know mm. you know better. What you doing? What mm. you doing? You know you know better. Why would you, of all people, be out here tripping. You know better. So everybody should know better, but I know you know better. <laughs> but I kind of want to give this person their own separate episode as well. It'll be along okay. the same lines of this conversation. But um, to to state the clearly, yo, Kali, we got to chill too. Like we got to chill quite a bit because um, we actually do really know better. <laughs> like I would say Florida and Texas might live in their own little bubble. You get to Pensacola, it might be some questions about what where, you know, what's going on in the rest of the world or whatever. But 
in Cali and you know even Fresno knows and you know Fresno is like the the I'm gonna be like that the, the other California. guy. I'm gonna be like the other guy in the yeah Fresno the, the telecast. Fresno is a, a tough part of California, put it that way. <laughs> and even they know better. So you guys, <laughs> I take did back you, my initial did statement. You, did you call Fresno? I did. I did call it the taint of California. Uh, I have a lot of Fresno jokes. Uh, my mom's from Barstow, so I take I take a lot of I give I give Central California like quite a bit of heat. But I love y'all. Don't kill me. Um, yeah. So that's the that's the key here. You, everybody kind of got to figure it out and just chill out. <laughs> I have a homeboy from Rialto, man, and he said, "You know what we call Rialto?" I was like, "What? We call it the toe." I was like, "Oh yeah, for Rialto." He's like, "Nah, we like the foot <laughs> of of the state. Like we like the bottom of the foot." <laughs> I was like, "Damn, all right." <laughs> Chill. <laughs> oh right. man, it, it ain't got to be like this, man. Put it down. Put the gun down. <laughs> like <laughs> this has to be this way. <laughs> oh boy, oh, we're gonna man. get canceled. Straight up, us and Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> um, oh my God, the amount of people, people that I truly and genuinely respect, that are fighting so, that are so angry over Pepe Le Pew is so like. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm so tired of it. Oh my god! I just, oh. Have you engaged in those conversations though? I have, no. I'm not doing it. I did it yeah. years ago. I've you know, hope did that. So hopefully you don't have to go through that. <laughs> I'm not engaging anymore. I made a man. I made a. I made a commitment to just no longer engaging. Yeah. Uh, to 2021 was the earmark of just no more. I've, Let's put it this way. If you are so invested that you need to even make a joke, and I know you're just joking. I know you're trying to be funny. You're not funny, yeah. but you're trying to be funny. You're making an effort. Sure. I get that. Sure. I appreciate that. You're trying to make a joke on behalf of Pepe Le Pew or whoever Defend else. Him. Yeah. Do it. Get Guess what? He, he's richer than you. He's a cartoon <laughs> character who has more in his life. <laughs> than you do so do what you want he don't care he don't need you he's not thinking about you this is not a unique thought kev kev this is not a unique thought but i'm gonna say this because i I saw this on facebook and i i I was on a general kind of news column thing Hmm. this person said something i thought was pretty profound and i thought it was pretty accurate what you're calling cancel culture at this point when we were talking about dr seuss and pepe lepew and and uh speedy gonzalez who ultimately was rescinded right uh and Potato Head changing their company to just Potato Head or whatever, change the name. It's more free enterprise than it is cancel culture. Right? Oh, totally. Com- companies make decisions that will bring them dollars. Your issue now is that those decisions being made are not necessarily drawing towards you as a buyer. They're drawing towards an- another group of people. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You are not the consumer that they're targeting anymore with their commercials. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now you have this issue with it. Now, look, I haven't been the target consumer for quite, hadn't been for quite a while. You know, seeing a black male or black woman as a CEO in a company, in a, co- a commercial, like a CEO of a company in a commercial was like, what? 
Because in my time, it was like, turn to BET mm. if you want to see some black folks doing stuff or watch sports. The idea was always really very urban, very much only secluded to this particular type of environment. But now these companies are reaching out for my dollar. I'm not going to get it in most cases, but that's what they're doing. Coke commercials, Pepsi commercials, all these commercials are starting to be more and more geared towards a more kind of, uh, I don't know, multicultural environment. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, well, I think I believe what you believe. This is the thing, however, mm -hmm. slight counterpoint, which is that the same people who are going out of their way, and I'm talking about, about folks who are not white. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not paying a whole lot of attention to what your white Anglo-Saxon Protestant middle-aged male is saying about <laughs> cancel culture. It's just not something that I want to... There are other issues. Um, but if you're very invested and you're that person who wants to, to, to look down upon whatever moves these companies are making... Um, there, a lot of those people are the same people who are talking about pandemics and vaccines being, you know, Bill Gates putting chips in your arm and these conspiracy theories, some of which may be more valid than others, depending on what you're talking about. But you're out there on some conspiracy level tip, right? Generally in the world. When you see, let's say Dr. Seuss said, you know what? If his if his estate said, you know what, we're we're selling really well. The numbers look great, but we have these mm -hmm. six books, and we have about a warehouse and a half full of these mugs because you know it turns out that not just Asian people, but also some non-Asian people don't necessarily want to see the Ching Chong's slanty eyes caricature <laughs> of an Asian person in the this book. Who knew? But we really need to unload this inventory. Sure. You know what we could do? Let's just tell them they can't have it anymore. We're going to look great. They can fight with each other about what's right and what's wrong and what's cancel culture. And you know what they're going to do? Not only are the white people going to be mad, but a lot of the other people are going to be mad too. And mm -hmm. they're going to call each other sensitive. And they're going to go on eBay and spend $7,000 for the book. And you know what? That's the smartest thing we've ever come up with in our lives. But that's not where you go with it. You go that, that uh, you know, what's next? What are they going to take away from us next? It's like, just shut up, man. You know what? Just think about maybe there's, maybe if there was um, an Asian person or a woman or, or a, uh, a French person on the staff or a Mexican person in the art room at any of these cartoons or any of these companies 75 years ago, maybe you wouldn't have any of that stuff going on. And maybe you wouldn't hate yourself so much as a result of having looked at all that crap for the last 50 years, you idiots. Yeah. Self-hate um, self is a real thing. And it is a real thing. And you let it be done to yourself and you let it be done to your children, you know, you're yeah, going to deal with it. it. I'm not going to deal with it. It never ends. You know who's not going to care about it? Pepe Le Pew is not going to give Le <laughs> 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 Le poo poo. <laughs> um, no, listen, man. Yes, all of that. 
all that. I, I at the at the end of the day, it it's just one of those things that you know. Um, there's so many things that existed before you were born that didn't matter to you because you just never really had the chance to experience them. And that's life. Sometimes things go away for various reasons, for multiple reasons. Sometimes they go away because trend. Sometimes they go away because of, of an inclusionary ideology. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, should we have kept colored sign, uh, no colors on the sides of buildings? Cause it's history and we need to preserve history. Like what, where do you draw that line? You know what I'm saying? Should you, um, continue with minstrel show performances? Well, it's history. You can't take them away. Like, when do you, when, where, where does art history become a, an important thing to you and where doesn't it? Like, what, what are we doing here? And, and I think that that's the line that a lot of people cannot or can or cannot draw. And my argument here is, um, the United States of America is never going to move in a clear upward, 100% upward direction without having these difficult conversations. We've avoided them as a country for hundreds at this point of years, right? It's It's been, you know, 1776, you didn't abolish slavery after a war initially. You chose to continue on in that, in that. You know, you get to the 1800s, about 100 years later, you still you abolish it, but then you still keep people um, – uh, with with less rights than others, it, move up to 1965. You give voting rights, but then you redline. You move up to you know, like, and I'm only speaking of the the Black American struggle. That I can still go back and pick Latino or Latino or Hispanic. I can go back and pick Asian. I can go back, of course, and pick Native American, and continue to find that that this lack of inclusion has been part of the issue. The lack of a voice. The lack of a a fair and equal, hey, you're part of this, we're part of this, let's go, has been the problem. And now that it's coming to light in uncomfortable ways, maybe ways you feel are menial, now you have a problem with it. And I, I just don't understand your point of view here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what does it matter? A, it's a it's a it's a don't take this the wrong way, but it's a simple minded way to look at it. Oh, and absolutely. I say that in the most generous way possible. You're oversimplifying things. Just, just how about we just think about it this way? Mm -hmm. If you go back and look at, I mean, you can go back 50 years and find super racist black iconography on consumer products, sure. right? Drawings of, of mascots with features that you would look at and say, oh, that's, that's, that's terrible. I can't believe that ever existed, right? Mm -hmm. All of us. If you can go back and prove that there that there were just as many black people in the boardroom making the decision on what images to use on their product back then as there were white people or anybody else in the room, then I'll be quiet. But clearly sure. there weren't. If right. there were, they would see that. And they would say, why don't you come over here a little bit? Let me tell you something. <laughs> and we wouldn't have never had those, those icons or those mascots on those products. And there's so many other things you can think about that have been so-called canceled. And, it, and, and just because those things are now suddenly not, you're not as sensitive to those things, whatever they may be, 
And you can make an argument that maybe the shape of a female bunny is, you you think that's different to you than mm. Aunt Jemima or Uncle Ben or any of the things that were a million times worse than, than we've seen in our lifetime. But... We need to think more critically about how this stuff happens because we're still not in those rooms. No, and not this, entirely. This, this is two men saying this. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of women that aren't in those rooms at all. Not you know, even and, and, and continue. You know, they, they continue of the to CEOs not be in are still white males. <laughs> yeah, so so, so white white you know, males. and then and the fact is that if you've spent your whole life and you are one of those, you know, a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white person who is now looking at all this stuff and saying. I mean, God bless them. If if they're looking at this stuff and, and genuinely saying, you know what, this is has to be a part of our past. We, we can't run away from it, but we, we can't continue to do this. Clearly, it was a different time, but we're living in the now and we need to change it. Mm-hmm. Then, um, you know, cool. Because if not, I mean, if nothing else, it's like, they never had to go through this. Right. Not here. No. You know? No. So... I mean, let's just try and think a little bit more. Look, I, I will to- continue to call you an idiot when you say stupid things, but I don't mean it. I'm just kidding. <sighs> I'm not. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I'll close out my, my closing point with this. Um, I remember sitting down um, one night. I was about, I think I was 18. Fortunately, I was 18, 19 years old. I'm at my parents' house and I'm watching old cartoons that had come on late night television. I can't remember the channel at the time. And it was a black and white Popeye cartoon. Mm. And Olive Oil was a um, daycare teacher, apparently. And she was walking several kids with different iconography, like, you know, of course, your Native American kid with feathers, um, your Chinese kid in in different, you know, uh, garb and get up with, of course, the eyes drawn, overly drawn, you know, there was your kind of Irish character, et cetera, right? All of them and a monkey. There was no black iconography. There was no black character. There was all of these characters and a monkey. Mm -hmm. So now I ask you, I was old enough to be like, what? Mm. And be like, I'm done with that. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that something that you think should be on your children's television right now today? <laughs> right? Is that something that I, I understand that you can find, you can go through and you can find all of these things that you feel are equal. Well, what about the time that the football player threw a football the other way and it hit somebody and it was the same thing, right? No, it's not the same thing. So you don't see that cartoon every day anymore. Right. This was, you know, I was 18 quite a while ago. So this is a little bit ago. You don't see that cartoon anymore, right? It's not commonplace. It's not Saturday morning cartoons for my children. The reason why is because people have decided over time, likely that, yo, we can't really show this anymore. This, it, you know, we're done with this. Matter of fact, I think Popeye yeah. has almost been removed entirely because of all mm. of the racist imagery and response that was in Popeye at that point. You know what I'm saying? But Man, stop getting stop getting all concerned that like they're gonna take everything away. It's like that should tell you something about how messed up a lot of this stuff was. I, I mean, mean, 
we don't do we need that as as grown-ups probably not i mean that either the damage has been done or the damage has whatever right but mm-hmm. you you made a point of saying that you were an 18 19 year old young man when you saw this as opposed to say you were a seven-year-old kid and you see correct this for the first correct. time you know I'm not going to get psychoanalytical about what that does to a young mind to see that and to somehow not be able to figure out what that actually means. Mm-hmm. But it ain't good. No, you're not going to make an argument to me that it's good. And nope. and all the people who are arguing, uh, you know, the, the people that we're directing this at for the most part, who again we totally love, Some are saying I turned out fine. It's like, well, no, you didn't. I see you. We know you. There are things about you that show that you oh, did not turn out fine. God, I know you did not. So trust me. So yes. So and it doesn't mean that there's that you're an evil person. It doesn't mean that um, you're not a smart person. But I don't want my kid to have to go through that. You know, they're going to go through a million other things. It's gonna. It's not going to be perfect. But if we can see that something, you know, it's like. If you see a pothole up ahead and you don't like make a point of slowing down so the person behind you doesn't run right through it just like you're just like you did mm-hmm. that's your that that that's on you you know right. you were not you were not being cool, you know what I mean yeah, you're not a good citizen of the if world. you don't yeah it's like so so just you know yeah, yeah I don't know. It's hard, but yo, yeah, we 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 definitely run out of time at this point. Um, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Uh, this has been Rap Sucks Radio. I am your homeboy, Track Life, and that right there, that dude over there, that's your fam, Cap Sakota. I'm very angry. Right, right. There you go. There you go. That's Cap over there. Um, <laughs> um, yo, if you like to catch past episodes of Rap Sucks Radio, you can go to rapsucksradio.com. Or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. If you like to catch this on your television, you can catch replays of our episodes on BTSN Pass. That's behind the scenes network. Download it on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. We are right there when you click on it. Um, Rap Sucks Radio on BTSN. We want in. We will check y'all next time on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all. Did you say BTS? <laughs> Dude's name is Rap Monster. The guy in BTS? Yeah. Could be worse. Uh, all right. He changed his name to RM. Makes sense. <laughs> all right. We're out. Peace. <laughs> 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 <laughs>